just started my car and I have a couple choices. There's Twin Falls, which is a hike um, that my buddy Josh told me about. The, um, there's the Bell Witch Cave, which I was going to go see tomorrow. And then today, my initial plan was to go see the White Horse Hotel. So I'm not sure which one I want to do. They're all about an hour drive, give or take some. So <clears throat> I think I'm just going to do the Bell Witch Cave today pick up food along the way. I'm going to see if it routes me through Nashville. If it does, I'm going to try to stop at the Pancake Pantry because my friend Angie took me there back in 2010 and that shit was amazing. So, um, let's see what, see what Kit has for us here real quick on how to get out there. 66 miles. Yikes. going all right getting ready to enter what is it i-40 west Ooh, there's a waffle house i could go there or i could just try to get in the pancake pantry this is fucking tennessee i bet you there's waffle houses everywhere but they're probably more crowded in the city Fuck it, I'm gonna try to do the pancake pantry anyway. Mm, hopefully I don't regret this. You know what, I am gonna regret it. It's fucking Friday. Nobody works, everybody's fucking staying home. I'm just gonna go to the Waffle House over here, fuck it. Turn left. Nope, sorry Kit. I'm not taking orders from you. I'm not entering I-40 West after all. I'm heading to the Waffle House. What up with the new McDonald's and Wendy's and Dairy Queen and, like, all the fast food joints look? They used to have these, like, iconic sort of designs. And now they... I don't know. I saw I saw a meme that was... They had the fun, you know, childhood version of all these places. And now they have this sort of emo-looking teenager version of all the businesses. I don't, I don't particularly care for the layout. It's a petty thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell's one of them, too. Look at this shit. So emo. Weak. Total weak sauce. So talking about the uh, thing with the government, whatever. It's got me thinking about video teleconferencing. This is something that bothered me. I So... Prior to the whole RV lifestyle thing, I uh, supported uh, something called Briefing and Display for SRA International and NCI, two contracting firms that support government, um, like military stuff. Um, my job was uh, basically uh, Photoshop and PowerPoint presentations, and um, you know basically video teleconferencing meetings that were cryptographically encrypted sounds technical machine did it all I, it was like the easiest job i've ever had um and i did that from 2000 i want to say 7 to 2013 jesus christ was it really that long wow 
saying that out loud just kind of okay wow so i i mean basically i did it for a long time and i couldn't understand when i was there and i saw how efficient that system was then i was like why aren't we uh why aren't we using this for congress keep congressmen in their states near their constituents like i don't understand Exit 18A up to I-24 West towards Clarksville. Okay. Does it? Oh, it's because there's a car stalled. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so then I couldn't understand why we weren't using video teleconferencing. I mean, you think about... So all the reasons that there would be to try to keep congress in washington dc the only one that ever rings true to me is why the president is in washington dc because it's not one of the 50 states so one state doesn't get uh, uh, extra representation or anything like that which would be completely undermined if you made it the 51st state which i i don't understand that one at all but you know you I can understand the president of the United States, all of the states, being in a location that is not one of the states, so that way he can be fair and impartial or whatever. I think that's a fucking ruse at this point, but I understand logically why that was suggested early on. I think now with modern technology and everything, it's it's a fucking fruitless venture, but the infrastructure for defense for the president of the United States built into Washington, D.C., that all makes sense. And that's what a lot of people's argument is whenever I talk to them about the safety of senators and congressmen and women. Um, but it's like, you're telling me... So most states have military installations. You're telling me that we can't put senators and congressmen into a military base and have them defended at no extra cost by the world's greatest military like what I mean think about the money it would save the, for, for the individuals they're just making the taxpayers pay for multiple residents they don't need to have a residence in Washington D.C. that's silly it's, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it, and it, even now, after everything, especially following the pandemic, safety getting removed. You're talking about safety of our government infrastructure. Uh, a briefcase new could take out every echelon of our leadership right now with them all in Washington D.C. But if you had them spread out all across the country, it's so difficult to make, uh, you know. A, a target of that and send us into complete disarray I don't know I don't know It's it seems ridiculous and silly to me that we are not using especially now following the pandemic the technology that's been developed for cryptographically encrypted uh, video teleconferencing for like voting for for fucking everything in Congress realistically you you Put that shit in, and then all their meetings, they're already streaming that shit on C-SPAN. It doesn't change anything for, for, for C-SPAN or anybody. Like, you still have access to view all of the conversations that they were going to broadcast anyway. And it doesn't really change anything for lobbyists, really. 
In fact, it might even make a lobbyist life easier, which I hate. But at the same time, like the argument from some people is, well, it wouldn't happen just because lobbyists control Congress and lobbyists like having all of them in one location. But now it's like, if you go virtual, a lobbyist doesn't even have to get dressed or leave their living room. They can ping every congressman they were going to manipulate anyway over the internet. So why even? It doesn't matter. It's still going to be a corrupt Congress. So fuck, you might as well just have a corrupt Congress where they're not in a place where people are like throwing sex at them so they can be adulterers and, and like at least give them the opportunity to watch their kids t-ball game you know it's like I don't know I feel like there's a lot to gain and uh, very very little if anything to lose by doing that and I you know I would totally get rid of Washington DC as it is anyway just leave the president there fucking don't make it a state that that's stupid if you want it to be a part of a state then just incorporate it in the state where it's already existing but whatever anyway just a side thought Okay, Jesus. Hello, you have reached the Bellwitch Cave. We're sorry, but all activities here will be canceled until further notice. Thank you for calling and have a nice day. Oh. So, the Bellwitch thing is closed. Uh, it wasn't updated on their Google Maps, which I wouldn't expect them to do that. They updated a phone message, which I probably should have called before I drove all the way over here during a gas shortage in the south, but it is what it is. So to make it not a total loss, I'm, uh, I'm going to head up to Hopkinsville, which is like a 30-mile jump from here, try to make a day of it, and then see if uh, any of my friends are off on Friday night in Nashville and see what see what goes down. I'm in Adams right now, and I don't know what part of the town I'm in. Uh, I pulled over just so I could have a place to stop and kind of look up what was going on with the Bell Bell Cave. But it looks like this entire section of town is either abandoned or... No, it, abandoned. There is no or. It just looks fucking abandoned. It's creepy, actually. It would make a really good... After 200 yards... Turn left. Really good night shot. But Adams itself looks pretty cool. I, I like small towns, so, so I guess it's not really whatever. Um, so, okay. I'm going to see. Let Kit tell me how to get up there. We're going to go up 41 North, it looks like. Turn left. I wonder what property costs here. It looks so cute. And empty.
at the Penny Royal Museum in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and they've got this thing about the music from Hopkinsville. Pretty cool. Okay, so that was that was really good. I went to the museum, which was actually incredible. I thought it was going to be this, you know, sort of gimmicky, dinky little thing, but nope. It was like an a pretty encompassing history of Hoptown or Hopkinsville. They call it Hoptown. Um, I was really surprised how really uh, well set up it was. Um, so yeah, they had a lot of really good stuff in there. One thing I noticed while I was in there was a uh, hey, podcast. One thing I noticed while I was in there was um, they all the signs of the artist renderings of Hoptown for like fairs and stuff had pictures of a place called Pharrell Pharrell's Snappy uh, Snappy Burger Pharrell's Burgers basically if you look for it in Google Maps Pharrell's Burgers um, and it was worth it. It was really good. I went in. I wasn't even hungry. But I sat down, and it's a small place. It was only seven seats. You don't see that anymore. And their selection was very small. It wasn't like they were trying to do everything and be artesian or anything. Like, they had been a burger joint since, like, 1927, and literally fucking nothing has changed. They have wise potato chips out of New York. What? wise fucking potato chips um they have a burger double burger cheeseburger <laughs> they do a breakfast thing and they also had a hot dog and a double hot dog and the hot dogs they just serve them on hamburger buns and they just split them in half so i got a double hot dog and you only get a choice of four toppings it's pickles onions ketchup or mustard that's it for both hot dogs and for hamburgers but let me tell you what, it was fucking good. <laughs> like, they didn't need all the choices. Your, your choices are small. And if you don't like it, sh the, the gal back there, she would she did not give a fuck. She was like, this is what she does. This is a younger gal, so I don't know. Maybe it's just like her. But <laughs> it was funny. She was really funny. But she didn't care, like, what other people thought. She's just like, I'm here. I'm doing 10 hours. And I can cook. That's what I do. So she made it. It's fucking epic. I Pharrell's Burgers. It's like Snappy Burgers or something like that. Pharrell's. F-E-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Man. Good. Good burger. And they were busy. Like, the door kept turning. It seemed like a lot of local folks, like, um... They all seem to kind of know each other, uh, super friendly, and I could see why it would be a local favorite. It's so small, you you would miss it if you were going downtown and looking for something flashy. But it's it's like, if you turn the corner from the Princess Theater, it's like right there. So I, I think it's worth a stop if you would just want to grab a burger. There's a lot of other more artsy kind of eating places that probably get more attention but man that was a good stop 
thinking about that museum, there was... I didn't realize so much had happened in Hopkinsville. Like, the 2017 solar eclipse, I guess it was like a total eclipse in Hopkinsville. I didn't know that. They have this huge thing with tobacco history, and apparently there was like a straight-up war between manufacturing and privatized farms to the point where there was a group called the Night Riders that went through and it just... I, I, I'm I going to collect a bunch of the stories because I'm, I'm really actually curious about it. And there's like an author who was like a... started like a psychical research type thing, um, but he couldn't talk for a long time unless he was hypnotized and then he could die. So weird. And a lot of stuff with the... Like black history because I mean fucking Kentucky right with the Civil War um and then uh obviously the, the, the thing that I went there that initially drew my interest was the Hopkinsville goblins and uh all, all that stuff but uh, you know they have that stuff in there too but there was like apparently there's oh shit it's the popo um yeah, they have other stuff in there, and apparently there's, like, a lot of weird shit that has happened historically in Hopkinsville, which I've never heard of. So now I've got all this stuff that I want to sort through, but they had this feature inside of the museum that I really love, the music of Hopkinsville. And, like, one of the things that I try to do is, when I'm in an area, I try to absorb music that's local to that area, but it's so difficult at times it's almost like people aren't proud of the music that came out of that area but they had local music artists going back to the late 1800s that had recordings all the way up until now they had like a country guy from now a, a, a rapper that's on youtube like they just covered the gamut swing jazz like uh, big band disco like they covered everything uh, like the black crows apparently their drummer was from hopkinsville i didn't know that um saxophone player from sos made charts in like the 70s or whatever apparently he was from hopkinsville i didn't know that like that was a really cool feature in and of itself uh, okay that was a pretty cool feature in and of itself i, I just wow really cool museum i was expecting it to be one of those chintzy little sort of gimmicky things but uh they had some real fucking time and effort put into that thing jesus christ it looks like i escaped the south in time my brother just sent me pictures even though the gas line is back on today gas stations are charging six dollars and 99 cents for gas that's insane like he is livid and i fully understand why because the pipeline's back on but people are still panic buying as if so kind of like with the toilet paper thing after they had adjusted to the insane purchases of toilet paper and got it back on the shelves people continued to panic buy for whatever reason instead of like take it easy and it seems like that's what's happening with gas they're continuing same people who make fun of preppers for like getting ready for a bad day or something like this are the same ones who are now freaking the fuck out and making life horrible for 
everyone and themselves. I really glad that I made it out of there in time. I feel terrible for my brother and his family. Obviously, they they can't even go to the grocery store now. Plus, the grocery stores are closed, and several of them, because they can't get shipments. And the, the other thing is, uh, with them just paying people money for COVID still around the country, nobody is going to get the job. So some of the grocery uh, grocery stores in his area don't have enough people to staff the store. So until they stop paying people or people just go back to work, which isn't, isn't going to happen until you stop paying them to stay home. Like he can't even get groceries now. So he's trying to figure out like what he's going to do to get groceries. Cause he has no gas to go get groceries and the grocery stores around him aren't staffed or open because they're paying people to stay home. It's like, what, what the hell? I get why he's so mad. It's a ridiculous situation.